Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This ain't coming from no profit. Just an ordinary man. When I close my eyes, I see the way this world shall be when we all can in When the last child cries for a crust of bread, when the last man dies. Just words that he said When they're sheltered over The poorest head And we shall be free When the last thing we notice Is the color of skin And the first thing we look for Is the beauty within When the skies and the oceans Are clean again Then we shall Good morning, everybody. It's Joe Beamer here on the Friday show on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's good to be back with you. This time last week, well, I wasn't even awake yet. Let's just say Thursday night was a fun night with the family, enjoying a few adult beverages. And Friday morning, well, I uh, was feeling the effects of those adult uh, beverages. But good to be here with you on Friday. The weekend is just around the corner. For me, it's less than three hours away, and I cannot wait. But I wish we were talking about something lighter today, Uh, but we are not. The breaking news, as you've heard, since it broke this morning, the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo becomes diocese number two in the state to file bankruptcy. Now, it's not a huge shock. Um, We all knew this was coming. Even those of us who really don't know what it means now moving forward. And we will be getting that answer. We will also be getting your reactions. Now, the diocese has been in the news a lot 
the last year. Ever since the, well, even before the Child Victims Act uh, opened up, we know about the settlements the diocese made um, away from the courtroom, and obviously the investigations that saw Bishop, and would I forget his name, Bishop Malone uh, stepped down, and now we have, uh, I guess you can call it a part-time bishop, the Bishop of Albany, who will be giving a press conference at 1 o'clock. We will carry that live here on WBEN. Let's read what that media advisory was from the Catholic Diocese, just to give you a little idea of what we know today. This morning, the Diocese of Buffalo has formally filed for Chapter 11 reorganization in federal court under the U.S. Federal Bankruptcy Code. Bishop Edward Scoffenberger will hold a press conference uh, this afternoon at 1. And again, you can hear that right here on WBEN. But what does it mean? What does it mean for those who have filed a claim who were waiting to hear or to have their day in court? Well, we're going to tell you that. We're going to play back a few interviews from this morning. Hopefully in the 11 o'clock hour, we will have a live interview, maybe two, we will bring that to you. And again, we want your reactions. Where do you stand? The general question, where do you stand after everything that's been going on, not only with the Buffalo Diocese, but you can throw in the Rochester Diocese that claimed bankruptcy last year. You've got the Buffalo Diocese this year with millions in assets still saying that they need to file for bankruptcy with all the claims that have been brought up in court. So now this will move to a bankruptcy court. Uh, we'll break that down. I've got, I have to say, thank you to Charlie Speck. He has been tweeting articles all morning and he has really helped with my show prep for today. But I'd like to know your thoughts on this. Uh, it, it is the first Friday in Lent. Um, a lot of you will be going out and enjoying a fish fry today. But what are you thinking when it comes to the Buffalo Diocese? What are you thinking of the state of the Catholic Church? I mean, donations down again last year for the Catholic Diocese. We'll, se we'll separate all that. We'll tell you what's going on, uh, what to expect now in the bankruptcy court, which this will all move to. Breaking information as it becomes available. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday. By the way, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 3930, but apparently I didn't have to tell many of you that. We'll be back after this. Joe Beamer here with you on the Friday show. Hope everyone's having a good start to their weekend. Uh, the breaking story, as you've been hearing all morning, is the Catholic Diocese has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. So that means... All of the cases that are in state court now are going to be thrown into U.S. bankruptcy court. Now, I was under the impression, and this could still be the case, we'll try to get those answers as the day progresses, that if it moved to bankruptcy court, that less money would be given to those who have claimed or those who have brought lawsuits toward the Buffalo Diocese. I thought that was the main 
negative for the victims out there. But according to Paul Cambria, they might see what they were going to see in the form of a settlement. So they could still see the same kind of money in their lawsuit. What isn't going to happen now that the diocese has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy are, is the exposure of documents from the last decade and beyond. Documents that I was very eager to see. I think a lot of us were. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of cases that were covered up for years through different administrations at the diocese. All of those cover-ups. And we've only seen very little. Thank you to investigations by Channel 7. We've only seen very little of that paperwork, of those documents. If this had gone through as it was supposed to in court with the victims, the diocese would have probably probably had to release, at least in court, a lot of those documents that show the cover-up after cover-up after cover-up that we all know happened. And, And I have to say, I am still shocked about how many people get upset when you bring up what's been going on. Like, I I can't believe some of the text on the text board this morning. That some people are mad that this is being talked about. Shouldn't you be upset at those abusers at those who covered up abuse for years for decades that's who you should be upset with to blame the media or to blame certain individuals that this information got out you should be ashamed at those who let it go on for so long who thought hey you know what We don't want this to get out. So let's move this person to another parish where the people have no idea what he's been accused with and pretend nothing happened. That's where your anger should be directed toward. Those are the people you should be mad at. And, you know, I continue to say there are a lot of great priests. Most priests are great men. But the ones, the abusers, and the ones who covered up. And in my opinion, if you covered up, you're just as bad because you let it continue happen. Those people are the people you should be angry with. Those are the people that you should be directing a lot of these comments on the text board. And these comments I see on social media, angry at the media, angry at WBEN for talking about what's going on. And this this one right now, sorry, Joe, you don't have the whole story. I think I do. I think I have a good idea. But no, none of us have the whole story. And guess what? Now, it'll take even longer for us to get the entire story, to get how deep the cover-ups went. It is fine to have faith. 
It is great to have faith. It is great to have a church that you go to every week and pray to your God and and confess your sins. That is that is great to have. It is great to have that structure. But it shouldn't be blind faith. And this is something Sandy's talked about in the past. It should not be blind faith. Because think about the gods you pray to. Who would he be angry with? Who is he upset with? I guarantee you he's not upset with the media. I guarantee you he's not upset with me. He is upset with and embarrassed by those priests and those within the Catholic Church who made it a regularity to cover up abuse. It really is disgusting how deep the cover-up went. And I know at the end of the day, one of these days, it will be exposed. And we will know just who is to blame and just how this went on for so many years, so many decades. And we will finally expose those responsible. And again, if you are someone who covered it up, if you are someone that knew what was going on and said nothing, you're just as despicable as the abuser because you let it happen and you knew that person, that pedophile, was now in power somewhere else. It's, 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 it's just, to me, you know, I, I didn't realize how upset people were going to get. When all this started coming out, when Charlie Speck started his investigation and started releasing the documents and started exposing what had been going on, and when Charlie started his investigation, what was still going on? What was still going on by Bishop Malone and his staff? When Siobhan came out with all the documents and and said what had been going on and people got mad at Charlie and mad at Siobhan. I'll tell you, initially I was shocked because those are two people you should be behind. Those are two people you should be supporting. Not two people that you should be angry at, that that you would be threatening on social media. Those are not the people to be mad at. That is not where you should be directing your anger. What did they do wrong? You wanted this to stay a cover-up? I mean, seriously, ask yourself that question. You wanted this to stay covered up? You're upset it was exposed? And stop giving me the, oh, well, there's uh, there's no victim past whatever year. Okay, But it still stayed covered up. It was still being covered up. Those priests were still in a power of a position of power. I apologize. A position of power. And people at the diocese knew exactly what they had been accused of. And all they did was move that person and continue to cover it up for decades. Now, why is someone like me? not a Catholic, so furious over this. But there are Catholics out there who aren't mad at the diocese. They're not mad 
at the at Bishop Malone. They're not mad at the priest that covered up. No, they're mad at me. They're mad at Charlie. They're mad at Siobhan. Come on. Are you kidding me? All right, when we come back, I'll get off my soapbox and we'll talk to you here on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back it is Friday here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you, talking about the breaking story out of the Diocese of Buffalo. They have filed for bankruptcy. We knew it was going to happen. The second diocese in the state of Buffalo to file for bankruptcy. And I'd like to know where you stand on this, uh, where you view the bankruptcy. Is it the right move by the diocese in your eyes? And if you listen to the last segment, it's going to take a lot of convincing me that it was the right move for the better of the Catholic Church. It might be for the temporary better of the Buffalo Diocese. Um, But to keep this covered up, and that's what's going to happen now. Don't tell me the Catholic Church that the Diocese of Buffalo doesn't have enough money to fund the settlements in court. That's just crazy. I mean, the Catholic Church has more money than some countries. So to say the Diocese of Buffalo, who have millions of dollars, and then add to that the assets they have, 
again, I think this is a cop-out. The Buffalo Diocese is claiming bankruptcy, so then they don't have to expose the cover-up. And as we heard from Charlie, and we will be playing back the Charlie Speck interview very shortly, some of the money, just like in Milwaukee, now this happened in Milwaukee back in 07, some of the money probably has been moved to different entities, to different organizations within the Catholic Church, Catholic charities, uh, uh, certain parishes that probably won't have to file for bankruptcy. So this is just the beginning. And as, I, as you heard in the last segment, my anger, obviously, is with those priests and with those priests who, cover, who helped with the cover-up and those within the Catholic Church who helped with the cover-up who are still working at the diocese today. Those, that's where my anger is. But it's also with the people who are so angry at the people who exposed this. Instead, you should be thanking those who exposed it. It's out there now. The right move for the Buffalo Diocese, if this bankruptcy really is about money and it's really about helping them move forward, then you know what? Those documents that were going to be released, maybe not to the public, but in court, those documents should be released by the diocese. I think that would really help everything move on. If you say, you know what? For decades, we had some awful people running this. And those people, and I'm not, I don't mean all of them, I mean the ones that helped in the cover-up. And you know what? Here's what they did. Here's who, re, who is responsible for the cover-ups. Expose it all. That's the only way you move on. It's the only way you move forward 100% is to compensate these victims. And not just with money, but have meetings with these victims. Ask them what they can do, what you, what you can do to restore their trust. And I think for a lot of people out there, especially for a lot of Catholics who right now have nothing but questions, the first thing you could do is to release those documents, improve that this bankruptcy isn't about hiding any more information. Prove you're done with the cover-ups. You're done with the hiding. Release all the documents you can and say, here it is. Here's what those past administrations were, were covering up. We're not like that. Moving forward, we honestly have a zero-tolerance policy. And this will help prove it. 803-0930, star 930, Jim in West Seneca, who's been holding on a long time. Jim, good morning. Uh, good morning. A couple quick thoughts on this. When, when you're talking about a uh, particularly heinous crime and, and abusing, especially pedophiles, but abusing people that are old or mentally ill or children, that in itself is, is heinous. And I want to step back and kind of uh, explain what I think is the thinking behind people that would still defend these folks that covered it up. Now, whether it's your favorite church, the Boy Scouts, the university you went to, the school you attended, the daycare you attended, you have to, these folks, they're having a tough time separating emotionally from these institutions. They, they truly are. But in my opinion, 
Whenever somebody abuses from a position of power, especially if they're wearing a badge, if they're a social worker, a teacher, if they are a priest, okay, I think that the crime escalates to an even more heinous level. Now, that said, if, if these folks are, you know, they're upset, obviously, they're still probably involved in the Catholic Church. They go to Mass every Sunday. It doesn't mean they're bad people, but they have to understand that there has been some terrible, terrible abuses by folks that were in trusted positions, and then administrators who turned around and covered it up. And that is absolutely horrific. Yeah, and, and like I said, Jim, I mean, the cover-up, you know, it's it's right up there with the act itself because you are not only, you're, you're not only, um, that priest isn't going to be responsible for his actions, you are now allowing him to still be in that position of power. And remember, for, for Catholics, the priest, he is a man of God. I mean, just think of how how hurtful that is to a child or how confusing that is to a child. Well, again, I, I think that you're right on with this. You're spot on, especially to a vulnerable person, a, a child who's told, hey, trust this priest, whether it's a, a priest or a teacher, a, a member of authority, um, what I think needs to happen, and my sentiments don't fall very far from yours on what the Church is doing with moving assets, uh, it's no different than when they move the priest. They're still playing hide-and-seek. They're still playing, um, you know, this tongue-in-cheek, you know, we'd like to be transparent. But, but in truth, uh, to me, it's a continuation of a cover-up, and, and my sentiments don't fall very far from yours. I think it's just, it's awful. It's just awful. It really is, Jim. Thank you so much for the call. You have a good weekend. You too, sir. Jim in West Seneca opens up a line for you at 803-0930. Star 930, the text board, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, is open at 3930. When we come back, we'll talk to you here on WBEN. It is Joe Beamer here on the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN talking about the breaking story. Out of the Diocese of Buffalo, they have filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Now, I've done a lot of talking, so I will now let you guys do the talking. Let's go to Rome and talk to Anne. Anne, good morning. Yes, I'm calling about this bankruptcy. The leader in Rome is sitting on wealth they can't even estimate. Churches are closing. Schools are closing. If you don't turn in your envelope, you're not a parishioner. It's always been a money-making organization, and I'm Catholic. I'm 83 years old. I've been Catholic all my life. They lost me. They lost me for the reason it's all about money. Powerful, and What do you think of the bankruptcy? What do you think of everything that's been going on uh, with the diocese? Did that also play into your decision? You know, I'm a little hard of hearing, but I think this bankruptcy is disgusting. I heard on your program one day where some bishop is living oceanfront in Cape Cod. That is former Bishop Malone. Yes, he has a vacation house that I guess is now his main residence in Cape Cod, yeah. And I'll tell you, the people that are angry, they're brainwashed. They refuse to believe what's going on. My children went to Catholic school. They're in their 50s. One of them told me 
years ago, the priest would come in and take one of the boys out, and they would laugh at their gay, because at that time, you didn't hear about pedophile and that. But it was going on already, going way back. They are disgusting. All right. Anne in Rome, obvious emotion there. Anne, you have a good weekend, okay? Thank you. Anne in Rome, after the, all of this has been going on, she, uh, she can't take it anymore. She has left the Catholic Church. 83 years old, spent most of her life in the Catholic Church, and all these revelations, all of this all the stuff that's been exposed. Now, I'm not saying that everyone should leave the Catholic Church. But those of you that are very involved in the Catholic Church, who go on close to a daily basis, who volunteer their time, don't you want the full answer? Don't you want everything to be exposed so you can move on, so the healing can begin? I feel when we have days like this, or we have, and again, let's see what the press conference is. I am speaking on what I would expect if Bishop Malone was still there. So let's see what this press conference is at one o'clock before we start saying, uh, before we start saying what's happening. But to me, if the press conference isn't, this is why we claim bankruptcy, by the way, those files that were going to come out in court, those files that many in the diocese have demanded, guess what? We are going to release that. We are going to start a real healing process. Because like Anne in Rome said, it's all about money. But it's not all about money. You've got to be able to move on. There are a lot of people that depend on the Catholic Church. And right now they are asking a lot more questions. They don't have the answers. And when you are going to someone and you are in God's house and you are speaking to someone who is right in line with God, I think you want to have answers. I don't think you want to question if you should go to church. And for those out there who are questioning if they should go to church, I don't blame you. I think, the Catholic, I think the Catholic diocese could go a long way if they just opened up and they just said, here is the truth. Here is what documents tell us happened. And go from there. Let it all out. You will gain trust that way. I don't see it happening. Again, I'm basing it off of what's happened in the past. But if, it, if you continue to take steps to hide information, you will still be having shows like this. You will still have people like Anne. You will still have investigations by local media exposing the truth little at a time. And guess what? If you have to go looking for the truth, that's not how you gain any trust. It is when you are truthful to those around you, truthful to those who depend on you. I, I, I think it's, it's a very sad time for Catholics out there who love their church, who love their religion, who 
want a place to pray to their God and right now just want answers. They just want answers. They don't want another cover-up. They don't want to have to turn on the news and see Charlie expose something else. They want to be able to trust the diocese when the diocese says everything's out there that ha- that, that everything the truth is out there. They want to be able to believe the diocese again. They want to be able to go to church and and, and feel that they're in a place of comfort. They're in a place of worship. Church, you should be your most at peace when you're at a place of worship. And right now, I think there are a lot of people out there that want to be able to go to church, that want to have that place, but they have too many questions. We'll hear from you after we hear from Rush and the news here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.